0: What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Bishop Bang, and welcome to another episode of It's Whatever with the Bishop, Magic Moments with the Mosley's present. I got my co-host, funny man, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. yep. And we in the building. We have a special guest today, Miss Roseanne G. (laughs) That's Mama G. Mama G G in the building. um, I'll let you tell a little bit who you are. And it is uh, mental health awareness. Health awareness. Mm -hmm. And we've been waiting for you to get here.
1: Well, you you talked me into it, Brent. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is a good time for me to talk. Yeah, because then you can tell them who you are and a little Mm -hmm. bit about yourself. Mm -hmm. And she has children and I went to school with her. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I I told my daughter um, that you had done a major life reversal. Yes. And uh, I just left it at that. And uh, but uh, thank you for inviting me. Yes, you you look radiant over there. Thank you. I have a makeup. You don't know, usually see me in makeup. Oh, oh okay. okay. So I have yeah. a makeup. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, I'm a therapist, a psychotherapist. Yes. Um, have a private practice called Amaco Life Counseling. Yes. And I've had it. This is actually my 11th year. I didn't even realize it. Okay. So I was thinking of what to wow. say to you. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I started it part time. Um, I was a school counselor in a high school and elementary school in the area for probably. More, I decided I wasn't going to tell y'all how many years because it dates Ugh. me. But let's just say more than 20. Okay. I've been, I've been in, um, so, um, and you know, this is a great time to be a counselor because I like talking about these things. I, I've always wanted to talk about these things. Right. That it's just now fashionable. You know, yeah, It used know. to be the people be looking at you like, why? You know, right. let's well, just right. talk about something else. But right. now, um, especially with your generation, I think the tide has changed and people are more open and okay. willing to talk about things right. that are really... Impacted their life, you know yeah, so. you're
0: taking it serious so. now, right? yeah, yeah I think yeah. because too social media exposes it.
1: social media exposes mm-hmm. it and yeah. and I think that you know you Your generation came up with school counselors talking about how do you feel right? You know, they did not ask my generation how we felt okay. no, it didn't yeah. matter okay. children were to be seen and not heard Okay, Um. so you just stayed stayed in the background, but okay. now you know when I was a counselor We would ask children starting in kindergarten, you know How do you feel about this and these are different feelings and you can identify them and you can talk about them and kind of took away some of the shame of, okay. you know, maybe feeling depressed or alone or angry or anxious or something like that. So this is a really good time to, um, to be having this discussion.
2: Because yeah, nowadays people aren't <coughs> making you feel like you're quote unquote crazy for exactly. getting therapy. Yeah. Cause oh. it's so yeah. much deeper than, deeper than being crazy. Yeah. And then I realized too crazy is like, that's like an insult to somebody too, who's, who's definitely going through some trauma right, or going right, through right. some hard times in their life that mm-hmm. they're trying to speak on it. So, mm-hmm. um, are you familiar with Charlemagne, the God from The Breakfast Club? Just a
1: little bit. Yeah, yeah. he wrote
2: a book about. Uh, Did you anxiety. you No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I need to, mm-hmm. but about it's this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about anxiety, PTSD, and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's guys like him who uh, have a little bit of fame and a little bit of clout, sure. who also make people, you know, more willing to, to talk about it and expose it. Right. And sure. We can all heal together. Mm-hmm.
1: So. And you know, the thing about it is, um, we used to think about mental health or people with mental health issues as being the, the extremes, right. you know, the people yeah. that are like schizophrenic or you right. know having a. Right break oh, right. breakdown. Right. But you know, all of us this is a hard world to live in, I think. You yeah, know, we've yeah. all been dealing with stress and mm-hmm. we all come from dysfunctional families. I mean, yeah. there's nobody that doesn't come from a dysfunctional family right. in somewhere or other. Right. And um, you know, we have stress that we've that's been passed to us generationally. Mm-hmm. You know, because just being slaves there's a whole there's a woman, a professor who talks about post traumatic yeah, ex- yeah, post traumatic slave about. disorder. I right, no? mean it's like because right. imagine the stress of that on the people. You know, right. um, and it has definitely been passed down. It's affected how we cope with things. Um, you know, you talk about stress. We were starting to talk about stress. And think about little being a little black. Being, well, you guys know, being mm. a black boy mm. at right. this point. Right, right. Unbelievable. You know, the stress that you live in every day, mm-hmm. just trying to go about, you know, your daily. And that's just the normal stress, right, right. unfortunately. That's not even the exceptional thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm glad that Charlemagne and many other people are right. starting to speak out, you right. know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's definitely important. I uh, I try not to. It's imp- think about it. You kind of say like I have to move without. I know that the odds are against me, so uh, I I try not to think about it. I try to put myself as an equal. You know, just just because if I worry about it and I look and I see, because mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, when I I see the police, I sure. be like yeah. even though I'm legit, I still mm-hmm. be like because it's even, just like, PDF, even people even yeah, people don't have anything to hide, yeah, still get nervous. So like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like okay, mm-hmm. how could this go? Especially if it's at night. So you're mm-hmm. just trying to be, you know, uh I feel we have and it right. to just
1: think that you know ever since so you're the age of Cam, my oldest right. son. Yeah. And I remember when he was little, I was reading books on you know uh, the black male and how to right, how right. to help your self esteem be good in right. this day and age. And you know to think that it's I think it's actually almost worse now. Oh yeah. Um, from when y'all were little, that right. that your whole generation has come up with the awareness of how you're viewed, how you're looked at, how you're treated. You know, um, and that's just a, in addition to all the other things that. A, a quick question. <clears throat> um, do you think
0: that Social media has made it worse it was just I was just In some it.
1: ways yes, because I think um, Social media distorts our perceptions or at least enhances them or whatever magnifies them right. um, I used to not understand understand why people would say I'm gonna get off social media But I didn't realize how much they were on it And truth. if you're on it a lot, you know, it's really coloring your perceptions so um are you in your 30s as well? Yes, I'm 32. So mm-hmm. it is hard to be in your 30s. That's what I've learned being a therapist, because you guys are so stressed. Um, mm. I mean, by 30s, you think you should have achieved certain things. That played know. a
2: role in my anxiety and things of that nature. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. My and depression, I should say depression. Sure. And my depression, sure. yes. Because um, I spent six years in college, started having kids, and I'm like a semester short of my degree. Now it's like, go back and finish. Anybody can say go back and finish, but then it's like, I'm already in debt you know, I'm already working full time. I'm a, I'm a father. I'm a husband. The, the, I know I can do it, I know I can, but then it's like double dash. Well, where am I gonna finish? Right, in?
1: exactly. Yeah. Because I done mm-hmm. already
2: messed up for six years. Mm-hmm. Like I don't wanna tack this back on mm-hmm. and then boom I mess up again. So
1: I just wanna point out you just said you just named a lot of accomplishments, but the way you described them, you said I already messed up. Yeah. No you didn't. You have six years of education under mm-hmm, your belt. Right. You know what I mean? You just mm-hmm. didn't finish it. Right. And I um, walked
2: I gave my mom and dad the cop, the cap and gown experience. So good,
1: good, good. Yeah. So hopefully you're gonna
2: finish. But yeah.
1: but you know, it might not be on the timetable. That you have in your mind because That's you're right. doing so much right now. Mm-hmm. That's another thing about being in your thirties. You guys do so and so did I. You mm-hmm. know, I used to work two jobs, yeah. like 17 years, yeah. you know. Um, did all my kids' sports, you know, mm-hmm. was married and all those things. Um it's just, and had businesses all at the same yeah. time. We try to do so much, right, but right. I think in your thirties there's this still this feeling that you can do everything. You know what I mean? Whereas I think by the time you get to my age, you're like, uh eh, Maybe not all at the same time. I can do it, but yeah, yeah. yeah and I'll get back to some things. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for you.
1: Uh, I think like
0: the season that I'm in in my life, I needed her because
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, oh, I trained her, and yeah. you know, oh, I look forward <laughs> to that because it's mm-hmm. it's healthy for me. Yeah. I don't try to. I don't dump too much, but like I, I get to talk to someone. Um, yeah.
1: It's good stuff. I think, we, I I think we bless each other, I do. Because you're <laughs> this this you a very wise yeah. young yeah. man and you've learned a lot from your experiences. Yes. I don't listen to anybody, I really don't because yeah. I just don't me. have time. I don't, but if you make sense, I like wisdom. I like wisdom mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm proud of you. And you know, you're know, you part of my mental wellness. Yeah. You know, When I was turning 65 last year, yes. uh, Brent was my treat to myself. I said, you know what, if I'm gonna be 65, I might as well go ahead and be healthy. Right, right. And, uh, and Brent has me doing things I wouldn't have thought I could do. So, and he's talking to me and just mm-hmm. you know me. So you're part of my mental wellness I team. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it.
0: I appreciate it. Full circle. I
1: know. I know. <laughs> God is, knows is. what he's doing. Too. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: I, I, he does. I was like, mm-hmm. man, it's just like I look forward to it, and it, it's just, especially the conversation that we, yes. it, the conversation, and I look at it that for me, um, because she's. She's a scholar, mm-hmm. I'd say. As long you said. Yes, mm-hmm. But, I, I, but I don't have that there. But I do put my, and being able to engage in the conversations that we have, uh, I'm thankful for that. Um, it's a sense of direction because I feel at my age, I see a lot of people that don't, their conversations just ain't about nothing. Sure. It's um, like, it's always a time to joke. It's a time to be serious. And I think a lot of people joke and. Some of the stuff that comes out of people's mouths is to hide pain. Sure. What's going mm-hmm. on. So I, yeah. I look at it like, I don't try to read too much in it, but I always find myself because I'll be like, there's something there. And I'll be like, why is it even my concern? But the people that come to me, I feel like we have to be a certain place mentally, mm-hmm. physically, you know, and, um, spiritually, emotionally. You know, all yeah, that we have to yeah, be a that, certain yeah. place. So I look at it that what I do, and then she comes in, and, you know, she was like, I'm going to be here for a birthday you supposed to be for a while yeah it's still,
1: yeah it's fine. You know, it mm-hmm. comes a
2: lifestyle as they say. it does and, yeah. and then you
1: can you know you start getting doing a little bit better and seeing yeah. your progress and that's encouraging mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah so I um, I know it's hard for you I know it's hard and just to because you're taking a lot in
1: well you so know how what do we you yeah so how yeah.
0: I, I, mm-hmm. I, like how do you as far as what you want to give away because I know some mm-hmm. people don't give away exactly what it is that they do to bring them to a place but like When you have people come to you and they're pouring so much, like, how do you, you know... I mean, we talk about this, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I would like you to share.
1: Well, um... You know, anything that you're around, you're going to absorb some of it. You know what I mean? And uh, my role as a therapist is to really sit with people in difficult spaces and um, really to hold the space. You know, I don't heal anybody. That's God's job. But Mm -mm. I can can facilitate the conversation, and I can um, normalize some things and help people deal with shame and guilt and fear and all that um, so that they can, you know, get out of the um, destructive mood and get into, okay, what can we do about it? Um, And so... To not absorb too much, I I just have to remember my role. I'm just sitting, I'm holding the space, you know. Kind of like you guys here. You guys hold the space for these conversations. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. And we just have diff- you know. we Actually, do have the same conversation. We just might go a little deeper, you okay, know, right. about people's issues. But, um, but I do, I do watch because sometimes I'll find myself feeling really sad, and I'm like, "What is going on?" It's yeah, like the, just, too
2: attached to the work.
1: I've almost, got, I've listened to too much, and I need to, I need to balance it out by going and do something that feeds me. You know oh, what I mean? Gotcha. Um, and I also, I have a therapist now, and this is the first mm-hmm. time since maybe 20 years. yeah okay. But um, she's good and she's not at all who I thought I was, I was looking for a black woman, you know, That's mature good. black woman. Mm-hmm. She's about the opposite of that. But she's really good. She's uh, God sent. And um, she helps me to right. process, you know That's what I mean? Dope. It is so And they've it. always said, they've always told us when we were in grad school, you know, get a therapist. We had to have therapists through grad school. Okay. But, um, <clears throat> but I had an older sister. Up until maybe about 10 years ago, you know, I mean, and I have very good friends, and we have very frank conversations But the the difference is they know me and they see me a certain way and even when I'm not that way anymore They're still talking to me like you know because they're talking out of history Whereas a therapist is looking at you like okay, you just sat down whatever you tell me that's what we're gonna work on You know so um but I do I exercise you know Sometimes eat pretty good. Um, try to try to balance my my time with family and you know uh, friends and mm-hmm. things like that, and do activities. I like to walk a lot, mm-hmm. so I do. You know my self care is is more than um, getting my nails done. Right, You right, know what I mean. So I trying to get back into meditating a little bit, but my mind's all over the place, which is what your mind right, does. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So but just easing into <clears> it um, because you, we need those quiet times. You know we need times to connect with spirit. Okay. So um, I'm just really connecting back with spirit. Um, mm-hmm these days because I think for a while there I kind of got a little bit annoyed about the way life was going and you know it was like I'm not doing that and I don't really right. do um traditional church mm-hmm. like I did most of my life mm-hmm. so um so I'm learning to connect with spirit on my terms yeah. and you know get fed and things yeah. like that so you know you have to take care of yourself because yeah. I'm I'm just a soldier you know I can get yeah, shot yeah, too I'm standing yeah, in the front yeah, line yeah, but you know yeah, I have to yeah, back yeah, up def- sometimes yeah, definitely
2: mm-hmm. definitely definitely can you mm-hmm. for the listeners can you break down the difference between um Depression and anxiety. Ooh,
1: that's a good question. Well, they say there's all there's a saying that if you look back and you dwell in the past, you will be depressed. And then Mm, if you look too far ahead, further than you can have the resources to figure out, you'll get anxious. You know what I mean? And I kind of believe that. You know that that, um, you gotta kind of stay in the present moment. Hmm. I like Hold on, that hold <laughs> okay, like that just made a
2: lot of sense. All right. That
0: that and that that was that's my thing. Hmm. I get I'll have I'll be like, I'll be anxious, I'll be ready, I'll be like, yo, it be so i it burns in me like like I'm talking, it's serious. I'll be like, yo, I gotta Your What if so so bananas. <laughs> I'll be trying to sit like what can I do? I'll be i be mm-hmm. moving, like mm-hmm. it's so bad that I don't sleep.
1: And sometimes the reason you can't figure it out is because you just don't have the knowledge, right. the resources, the, you even you have the perspective. You know, right. sometimes if you're going on a long walk, you know, and there's one street where, you know, you can look right or left. You know what I mean? But then there's another street where there's nothing over here and you can only look right. You know, if you try to look left when there's nothing to see, you're not right. going to see anything right. and you might think something's wrong. Right. But it's just that you didn't get to the point where you can see that. Yet, I'm you know what I mean? So, Bringing yourself back to yeah. the current moment because usually in the current moment we're fine, right. you know, and that's what the whole mindfulness yeah. thing is about, you know. you just kind of be I, yeah. present in the moment, right now, yeah. you know what I mean. But our minds, you know, they just do it. Yes. They just jump all around and, and make up yeah. stories about, oh my yes. God, what's gonna happen, yeah. and yeah. So, but, you know, and we have so much information, you know, and the longer you live, the more you know that could go wrong. So right, then you have right. more that you could worry about, right. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But um, but it, worry can become a habit, too, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And that, they say mm-hmm. that um,
0: that makes, that's what makes people sick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. you can be so, that, that's why you, Sick and mm-hmm. colds and all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just worrying yourself, just sure. like worrying yourself to death.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, to me, why the spiritual part is so important. Because there are things that are out of our control, and you need some framework to cope with that. You know, when right. people sit down and they're telling me this story, everybody's got a story. You know, so mm-hmm. they're telling me this story, and I'm trying to listen and waiting for some inspiration on how this is going to go. You know, and uh, then I ask them, you know, so what do you believe? What do you think we're doing here? You know, what is, is this? Are you just like? coincidence, right. you know, you just, you know did, do you believe in something stronger right. than you, or what, and the people that don't believe anything bigger than themselves, mm. I'm like, I don't mm. know what to do, Yeah, you will need to talk to somebody different than me, because yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you if you don't have any beliefs right. in yeah. something spiritual, you know, but I can understand when people are trying to figure out what they believe, you know, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so, do, so
0: um, do you think part of it is, because I look at the mind as like our body, you have to feed it something. Yes. so do you think a lot of that has to do with idle minds?
1: Yeah, or minds filled with junk, you know, like you know how you and I will talk about music and you know I'll, I'll be really focusing on the beat, but I don't really know what the words are I can't right, even right, figure right. out what they're saying, right. but I like the music and anything But just think about the kids that know what they're saying right. what a lot of these songs are saying They're being fed all of it, right. you know, and um, based on, I guess how they're gonna be on a lot of what yeah, comes it becomes in. a reality. Yeah. not realizing yeah. it's only entertainment. It's entertainment
0: Mm -hmm. So, like, do Mm -hmm. you think uh, not to go too deep? You can go deep. (laughs) I (laughs) I like like, So, do you think like that, that as far as like our youth and like the juveniles and the, do you feel that that is, they don't have no, what's the word I'm looking for, no sense of the important importance of life,
1: like because
0: of like you said, their mind's full of junk, so Mm -hmm. like. I, I truly believe I used to see some dudes like he has no cares. Yeah, and it's scary yeah. that you actually can feel like yo, know, he don't care about nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's crazy. Like and they adapt to different situations. And you just like like dude is that yeah. even real? So it's like it mm-hmm. it's I look at that as a part of some type of mental like mm-hmm. illness, some type mm-hmm. of and it could be from how you grew up, like mm-hmm. what you went through. Um, growing up, because you know, some kids like if they haven't, I feel if you haven't never felt love,
1: exactly,
0: just mm-hmm. a person that moms. I'm talking about no love. Like I can mm-hmm. just imagine how they are because they haven't had that feeling growing up. Some of us have that feeling of hugging mom, right. love mom, right. and you you get that certain type of love. But I just be like the people that haven't sensed that love, mm-hmm. like and how and how and how they are. Oh,
1: sorry. so you were asking about the kids today there um, they did a study in the nineties and they found out that there was uh, there were certain risk factors i get i think risk factors is the old term now. but that there were certain things that when when children experienced them over and over and over and over or even once you know but um, when they experienced a certain number of those things, it really had a correlation to mental wellness they had a correlation to uh behavioral problems they had a correlation to physical problems and psychological problems and um and that is trauma and they i when they did the study they identified things like parental uh, mental health issues parental addiction issues parental neglect um what else did they uh domestic violence um there were a few other things but they were saying that if you had four or more of these things in your lifetime Um, Then you had this this uh, high probability of all these things happening to you Mm. And so when I think about the kids that we're talking about now That you know we look at that we kind of like the kids that are acting horrible in school Or the kids that are just doing all kinds of things first of all the kids the immature they get to make some mistakes You know what I mean, but then if they've been through a lot of trauma, and they haven't gotten any um, treatment for it This really affects how they view the world you know how they perceive themselves Authority. Yeah, the authority, how how they cope with it. And so a lot of the kids are trying to, not just kids, a lot of people, most people are trying to figure out how to, how to soothe themselves, how to cope, how to numb themselves, you know, how to just feel better, not feel bad, you know. So I think I, when I look at kids, I look at a lot of the things that I'm worried about about youth in terms of, well, what have they been through? What would make a person act like that? You know what I mean? Because that a lot of things, that's not how we were born. Right. Um, you know what I mean? It, that doesn't make sense. So something must have happened to impact them. Now, sometimes the thing that happened is hereditary, you know? I mean, there are certain things that run in families, like bipolar disorder, you know, which we're finally talking about as a community. Um, but that runs in families. But just because it's in your family doesn't mean you're going to have it to... a uh, uh, huge degree, but you might have a, a little bit of the tendencies, you know, maybe not enough to get a diagnosis, but enough that you gotta, you know, pay attention to how you're doing. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> I wanted you to tell us what bipolar disorder is, because
0: I, a lot of people diagnose themselves with that, so like, Ooh, I, feel like that I wasn't is, prepared
1: for that question. How would sure. I, how would I, just, so bipolar yeah. disorder is a dysregulation issue out there, okay. a deregulation issue that you don't your moods aren't stable, mm-hmm. and and in life things happen. You're gonna, there are gonna be things that naturally are depressing. Somebody dies, right. you lose something you wanted, you know. You lose right. a job, you have a bill, you know. You have a tough situation. Those things are depressing. That's not a, that's not real unless it stays. That's not a big issue. That's normal. You're gonna have that. But if you are depressed and there's really nothing that you could put your finger on why, you know, you can't say something happened. Right. You just uh, don't have it, you know. And it's not a spiritual issue. Um, or you're, um, you're anxious, uh, really anxious, and I'm ta- I'm not talking about the normal ebbs and flows of life. I'm talking about highs and lows. You know what I mean? Um, so bipolar is a dis- dysregulation issue. I think it's chemical myself, you know. But people have all kinds of theories about what um, causes mental health issues. But I I think in bipolar it's chem- chemical, just like I think addictions is a is a chemical based issue. It's like some people's bodies cannot handle the substance, whatever the substance mm-hmm. is, and they get attached to it and they, you know, they use it. And, whereas other people can do the same thing and, and it just rolls off that. the back. right? And I, like, I always care. think that mm.
0: they're addicted to something else. I think we all have some type of addiction. Either it can be learning, it can be, it can be all types of different. Sure. So I feel sure. like that's part of our nature and I feel, sometimes I think it's what
1: people give over to sometimes. I think people are trying to feel better, you yeah. know, they're trying to feel better and so some people, you know, I have a friend that shops, you know, I have another friend right. that yeah. eats, yeah. Have yeah. another Everybody friend that has, drinks, yeah. another friend that smokes, right. you know, just like, right. people do a lot of different things. I have a, I have a friends that um, they're addicted to the power and position that they have, right. you know, and the attention and the accolades and you know, so I think people are trying to feel better and um, sometimes we find Unhealthy ways, you know, it starts off as starts off, not really a problem, but then you get too attached to it and you don't grow beyond it, you know, then that could be a problem. That's what happened
2: so. with me with alcohol. It started off as social it's in right. college, mm-hmm. uh, fun times, uh, you know, we're having a good weekend. Then it went to um, maybe uh, after work drink with my father, mm-hmm. you know, he owns a company. I work for him, so, and then I think around, I'm 32, so maybe like eight years ago. That's when it started to take that step past anything social, anything stressful. What was going on in your life
1: eight years
2: ago? <clears throat> bringing children into the world mm-hmm. in a in a messy relationship. Yep. Uh Me seeing that I wasn't going to graduate from college in the same manner I graduated in high school, like things like that. And then mm-hmm. I had to then the childhood stuff arises. Me, <clears throat> I was fine when I got to high school, <clears throat> but in elementary school. I got bullied.
1: Mm-hmm, they
2: did. Well, I don't like the word. See, back then we didn't call it bullying, but it, it uh, was Like, But it was it bully, was, You know it. Yeah, like, I wore glasses, I had big ears, and I was chunkier than the rest of the kids. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing, I learned how to, I spent so much of my middle school and high school years learning how to navigate to not get picked on. Like, to still have the grades right but still play sports, sure. still find ways to dress decent enough, like, you know what I mean, still try to stay in the barbershop, like, mm-hmm. try to wish the in-crowd to hang with so that the bullies don't mess with me because I'm with the cool kids now. Mm-hmm. I think that caught up to me after a while because that stressed me out, and I, I don't think anybody understood it. Now... I think it's different now to how kids handle bullying. I never wanted to shoot up a school. I never wanted to harm myself. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things where I internalized it because especially in the a, in a black community, I'm, I'm a half black, half Puerto Rican, so okay. in the minority community, they tell you suck it up, pay your dues. Like, not pay your dues, but like suck it up, mm-hmm. it happens, you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. So, but that stressed me out and it kind of resurfaced when I got older. It messed with my self-esteem and how I viewed myself. Right, and
0: I, 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 uh, not discrediting, uh, hmm. Parents, because mm-hmm. um, I didn't get bullied, but I like there was no one to, I'm gonna say, talk to. Mm-hmm. I know, like when things was going on, because like I was, I was doing stuff, I was, but mm-hmm. uh, I didn't get bullied. I, mm-hmm. Not like not by that, but I, it was like it wasn't like you know, I, 12th graders, 9th graders, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But yeah, the I almost didn't, was I didn't, Yeah, I didn't, you know. Um,
1: Did you tell anyone?
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. I was gonna get to that
2: that part of uh first grade i got picked on because of some less sneakers my dad bought me he right, realized, so okay I, gotta get you the nikes now. right so I, that's
0: but that was I'm the first and last time
2: i really now i spoke about it in my adult years how because like how can i put it like i'm I was like a late bloomer like i know i'm a handsome guy now i know how to uh, uh my upkeep and my my yeah yeah but still but i still look at myself as that kid that got picked on so is that a, is it i guess it's self-esteem
1: Sure, and how you know.
2: I viewed myself, mm-hmm. like I never viewed myself as like, all right, I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. And then um, with the alcohol too, like, I see why they call it a depressant. Because, you know, some people drink alcohol to turn up. Oh, we're going to go party. Mm-hmm. For me, once that part faded away, that alcohol really became a depressant. Because mm-hmm. I might have said, hey, I'm sure. going to have you a mean, drink right. for for from a stressful day. Or just, hey, man, I worked hard today. I'm going right. to go have me a drink. and. I knew I would always overdo it. And to take you to that place. What? Now it's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm in mm-hmm. the corner crying my eyes out, mm-hmm. chain-smoking black mm-hmm. and miles mm-hmm. about issues that are okay now. Like, mm-hmm. they're in the past. You've overcome them. Like, it's, it's bananas. So that's why I, I had to leave alcohol alone because that's what that was doing to me. It wasn't sure. fun anymore. It
1: is a definitely a depressant. And mm-hmm. so it, it numbs you out at first, you know, mm-hmm. so it takes the edge off right. and you don't feel as bad. But then as you try to stay in that zone, you keep drinking and drinking and drinking. Now I happen to think my so that's why I ended up getting an counseling because my family had addictions. A yeah. lot of addictions. They have had mental health family, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they we didn't talk about they did they barely talked about the addictions. Mm-hmm. They darn sure weren't gonna talk about the mental health and they didn't know it. They so didn't know what to talk about.
0: You you hmm. you fed your kids, um, like you spoke into them for about that type of yes, stuff and just yes. and that's what mm-hmm. I was gonna say. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that even with my kids, I don't feel that they would get bullied because I, I and I say that to say I it's something that you have to put in them like it's the difference of someone picking on them and then you address it. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to address it, but them their self esteem because you know they it, it happens with kids. But I I think that what we missed from like our dads and I I'm, I'm gonna speak on like I think if it was being reassured that. This is how this is going to be. Sure. This is going to turn in this. This is who you are. This is what this is what I love about you. This is what you say to your child. Like I think that us as the parents are their number one Supporters. lifter. Yeah. Yes. So like when you're missing that, I feel that and you're just pushed out. It's like we're being pushed out in the world. You're being pushed into mm-hmm. school. You're being and you're around kids that just are just nasty. Like there's kids that was like. But I, I think that we if we miss. What we put in our kids that when that stays that young that it still bothered you when you were older like you know time moves on and you be like, oh that was elementary you won't do it now like that type of attitude but i think it's i think there, there's a saying listen. that
1: says that your father tells you who yeah, you are yeah and like, you, that is so right messy. And I, I think, even when our fathers sometimes they're present i mean think about think about our fathers in this country yes they are they have been struggling most of them you know on their self-esteem because mm-hmm. you know even like back to my father he had to fight in a war where they were segregated you know right. they came back they weren't treated the same before they left they weren't treated the same when, when they, they came back, back right. they were traumatized going to war you know then you come back to a country and realize how you looked at you know that stuff in fact affected them all you yeah. know what I mean so I think that sometimes they want as present even the ones that were present they weren't present emotionally or right. they were trying
2: to figure it out and people were not talking about mental health things See, yes. my dad
1: um, accept that mm-hmm.
2: yeah because i had to forgive my father that. like i had to forgive like my that. father because one thing that i totally forgot and he said it too but um i guess i don't want to call it being selfish i just had to understand my dad only saw his dad three to five times in his entire life wow and then around my dad's dad was a muslim minister a prominent mm-hmm. muslim minister um from Coatesville, but had a a following in Harrisburg. And he was assassinated when my dad was, like, 11, maybe younger. Really? So to get to the point, it's like my dad didn't 100% know how to be a father. So with me, he was figuring it out. Yes. So, and that's another thing, too, where I would try to talk to him sometimes. I couldn't because he's like, man, I'm... Listen, y'all saw me go to work. I mm-hmm. raised you in church. Mm-hmm. I helped put you through college. I I don't know what else. Like, I'm and, and, sorry. I didn't have a dad. And he
1: did very good to yeah. do those things. You know. So my what emotional right.
2: stuff, I couldn't take it out on him because my yes. dad didn't give me the drug talk, the uh-huh. sex talk, uh-huh. none of that. I just, but it, I saw it. So it's like, I used to get real angry about it. Now me getting a little older now, I realize, okay, you need to do what your dad did as far as go to work, raise your uh-huh. family in the church, like, you know, have all that stuff. Now, what you miss from him, you already know what it feels like now, so apply it to your sons mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but it's that's so much easier said than done. And like me, like me, I realize what I have to do. The average person's not going to realize that. And like, and there's so many people I grew up with where parents was a foreign word. You have parents. No, I got a mom and a grandma or a mom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like, and then like, I'm one generation like like basically where my father didn't have a father. I had a father. A lot of my counterparts, a lot of my friends. Their dad didn't have a dad. They didn't have a dad. Yeah. They're not being a dad. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 messed up, man. <laughs> and this is why mental health is important because that's where a lot of issues they stem from. I
1: think so.
2: Yeah. maybe
0: mm-hmm. like, that'd be okay. I was okay. Mm-hmm. but I, heard And that's not that, right. Yes. I almost <laughs> did that
2: to my oldest son. He was getting bullied at school. I was like, oh, I got bullied too. Then I had to catch myself like, now what happened to you? Mm-hmm. Don't give him that answer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And I, I also think, I mean, I think bullying is never good because, especially for children, because they're trying, they're, they're working on their self-esteem. It's mm-hmm. developing. So, you know, they're thinking they're fine. They're looking good. Like it with the mm-hmm. day And then they go to school. Somebody say, Why yeah. Shoot you know, and then all of a sudden you're self you know, mm-hmm. and if there's nobody there to, like you said, pour into them, right. mm-hmm. then they're, they're coming up with assumptions and assuming things that, that just aren't true. You know, maybe that kid that's bullying you just had a really horrible day. Yeah. But I, I'm a little disappointed in the way schools work um, because um, having, I, I didn't start working in schools until I was in my late 30s. Cause okay. I, was, I was a stay-at-home mom for many years. Um, mm-hmm. But then when I went to schools, I, I thought they would run better you know i really did i really thought they were running better they they don't even though they're counselors and all kinds of things they don't do a, they don't handle discipline well they don't tend to make sense to me you know you either throw the book at the kid or wait you don't do right. anything until the kid totally messes up Then you so the kid out.
2: burns the room down that's yeah, the one <laughs> like, okay great you know and i do realize
1: yeah. that
2: it
1: you know um I realize that parents and schools are sometimes adversaries, you know what I mean, that that it's not always easy to be a parent dealing with the school system, you know, and it's not always easy to be a school system dealing with the parent, but, but we have to deal, we have to figure it out yeah, for the you children.
2: You know, one thing that my children's mother, because I have, I have um, my wife and I, we're kind of doing the blended family thing, she has a son and mm-hmm. I have two, mm-hmm. so uh, so my two, even though they're ours, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, I don't like the word stepson, but now that the introduction out the way, yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. the younger two, who are my two, um their mother and I'm not saying it's to talk bad about her but one thing she does that I cannot stand is mm-hmm. say when the baby the young, he's not a baby when the youngest when the 7 year old he he cuts up mm-hmm. and you know you get one if you have a couple of kids you get yeah, one yeah, who is yeah. the the pain in the butt like mm-hmm. when teachers call me and they rather call me I you know I don't feel like you're lying about his behavior. I feel like there's a reason why you stopped in your busy day to, to tell me that he him. was cutting up, mm-hmm. and let's figure out what? why he's cutting up. And don't worry, I'll punish him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I will get on it. whether I got to make him right, whether I got to scold him, whether I got to strip him of video game privileges. Mm-hmm. I wish I could whoop his butt like I got whooped. Not mm-hmm. hard not abused, but like a belt went a long way for mm-hmm. me. One wop, I knew better. <laughs> That's teaching, but man. today. Mm-hmm. Especially with the well, being you do a know custody why, thing. you do
1: know why we are where we are with child abuse, right? Because it went too far? My parents were crazy. And they <laughs> literally, literally, mentally, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. they would take, the, I think they would start off disciplining, and it was somewhere in along the way, it would take their two. whole bad day out
2: on you. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, and yeah. they could do it. And mm-hmm. they, they could have justified it and say, you know, spare the ride and spoil mm-hmm. the child. I'm doing, but, you know, or you're beating a child when you're drunk. You know, it's yeah. like, that is not
2: I discipline. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Right hmm But see, so let me finish real quick. So I'm the type all right, let's 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 address this, let's handle it. I'll discipline him. Let me know if he cuts up. Here's my you have my direct line, call me. Their mother is the type well what did the other kid do or what did you do i know he's not wrong that's you can't think like that because then my son's going to be out here and he's going to be They're
1: um, smart they figure out how to play yeah.
2: and he, he mm-hmm. won't fear authority not mm-hmm. to fear authority but you know what i mean like he won't respect authority sure. he's going to like he can get out of any jam because his mom is there mm-hmm. well the police aren't playing that you these days
1: that. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. you know like so it's like I, I i wish the communication with my children's mother was a little bit better so i could tell her that but it is rough so i'm going to get into that but it's like um, mm-hmm. you know but so imagine that happens to my to my kid i'm pretty sure that happens all over the school sure. district which yeah. is why things butt heads mm-hmm. and you don't really get everybody's not on the same page mm-hmm. like i some te- you do have a small percentage of teachers who might be full of it True. they don't care they're from other areas right. they're not of the same hue um they're just there for a paycheck mm-hmm. but then you have some teachers who do care sure. but the, mm-hmm. the the parents are you know just as bad as mm-hmm. the kids when it comes to trying to find a sure. resolution yeah you know
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so that everybody that's what the generation everybody in the house But you can yeah. see I always say uh the kids are a reflection. I really oh, see yeah. that like, um yeah and i, if I you I, want
1: to know why a child' behaves a certain way call parents and, yeah, you know mm-hmm. talk to them and that'll give you a good idea you know and and not all i mean certainly not that they're all bad but right. we, I, we all make choices out of our experiences right. and our understanding.
0: Yeah, it's it so. even be it don't even be bad <clears throat> like it's just how you handle situations mm-hmm. you know? like i like there's stuff to how my dad is that I'd be like i can't I can't be like that mm-hmm. like I can't do that mm-hmm. I can't go through that i i i feel that if it's something and this is just me. I feel that if it's something that you really want to change you're going to do everything in your power right and and i and i I don't know it's just, i just feel that sometimes people when we diagnose things they make it an excuse and they say you know what i'm like this this is why mm-hmm. i do this and then they don't want help from it i just named how i am and now yeah, everything i do it. all my actions mm-hmm. is based because i got this this disorder mm-hmm. and people live like that and then that becomes their how they maneuver and then how they deal with you the next person because i done diagnosed myself i'm bipolar Mm -hmm. they don't have healthy relationships the kids see mom Mm -hmm. switching boyfriends going through that Mm -hmm. uh that confusion of you know it's okay like yeah a revolving door of men so and i always think like what could you be teaching your child if you can't get yourself together but even us as adults i feel that it's it's about mastering the mind, mm-hmm. I think, because I have moments. and That's why I said having her training, having Miss Roseanne down there, like, it helps me. Like, I feel better. Even if I ain't talking about nothing serious, it can just be my goals. I don't got nobody to talk to. Instead of me just exploding about it. I'm running past her, you know, mm-hmm. and she just listens. Remember,
2: I asked you, who do you go to? Because yeah. <laughs> I go to him,
1: mm-hmm. and I go to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And,
2: and I, I asked to... him one time. I said, "Well, the, the people who 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 are um, just having stronger than a lot of others. Mm-hmm. Like, who do the stronger people go to? You know?
1: So." And I think you know. I think we all have those areas where we're stronger, mm-hmm. and those areas where we could use a right. support. You know, mm-hmm. and so even just going to other people, you know, and mm-hmm. just to hear you guys talking about this is mm-hmm. amazing because most young men were raised, you know, to not talk. You know, as yeah. girls, we've been talking a lot. Right. You know, we like, we've been therapizing ourselves for mm-hmm. years. But you know, a lot of times guys don't talk about their mm-hmm. feelings, and so it's really good that you guys are doing that now. Mm-hmm. And even even the show, the people that are listening to it, you know, are they may not be commenting, but they hear it. And yeah. They're It's normalizing right. talking about these Right. Yeah, these and, that's, and that's
0: all that matters to mm-hmm. me. As long as you understand it, and it helps you in some type of way, I don't even have to know about it. Like I feel that the job is done, like I, I, I want everyone to be better. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been there, like I've been I, I I went through depression. Um I went through thoughts of suicide, trying for suicide. Um yeah. I went through that I'm talking about, I was angry. I used to be angry. Me like especially like, yeah. when alcohol kick into now mm-hmm. now it, I used mm-hmm. to I used to wake up and come outside looking for something to get into. Like I used to just look for something and that's why I, I take into consideration I understand. Um when I hear things, I understand everyone, because I did some things that were, I I I, I wouldn't be sitting here right now, mm-hmm. but I caught that break and mm-hmm. it was like, I did it. Oh, why'd I do that? I'm talking about just that quick. I'm talking about switch from like two different people. Like, yo, what the world was I just in? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, what's next? And then it just finds out that it's like, and then you come to that point where you're like, I can't be like this. Um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling in me when, People push me to that point where I start to feel like that. I don't like that feeling. Like it's a, it, it's, it's, it's the worst. Cause I, I could snap. <laughs> like I snap like the best of my day. Like mm-hmm. listen, I know. Arguments. I know angry people. Like I know them. They're
1: still angry to this day. Like they've been angry
0: since I've been a Mm baby. Like coming up, and they're still angry. Like so, I know. Like I cannot be like that.
1: And you know, sometimes anger is. I mean, if you think about how do you know if somebody's depressed? A lot of times you'll see anger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the main. That's Mm -hmm. the main.
0: To me, that when you when somebody's angry like that, they're depressed. They have nothing. It's like nothing. And I think the older you get, when you feel like, I think you come to a point like like you said. And so even just imagine the 50-year-old, the 60-year-old, like, I didn't accomplish nothing. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. I didn't
0: do nothing. Like, I feel that sometimes you have to make the, I mean, like you said, hold on to the moments, go through what you felt was good. Mm -hmm. There's some good in it. It, it There is good in it. Every moment's not bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And just try to hold on to that. But I, I, I,
1: I can't. I think also some people think that the way they feel is normal. Maybe it's their normal, mm, you know what I mean? So, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, well, but if you stay with something long enough, you get used to it, you know what I mean? Wow. Even, no matter what it is, you'll get a little bit more comfortable that's with it. it, you know? So, if you've been angry your whole life and wow. nobody cared, right. and nothing changed it, you know, then... You know, you, you kind of think, well, that's the way it is, or that's the way I am, Right? you know? And.
0: It is what it is. I mean, see, yeah. so
1: you see the old lady come, oh, God,
0: just get out that <laughs> way, like, like, yeah, yeah you play, just uh, all yeah. upset and just mm-hmm. single
2: and
1: alone with all those. Yeah, wow, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try, yeah, I
0: understand. I understand. I, uh, it's 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 a big thing because like I, my wife, she'll tell you, she she goes through, she don't mind, um, and trying to deal with her with things with her past and growing <clears> up and, and getting strong in that area, you know, and just on. I, and, you gotta fight. You gotta keep, mm-hmm. keep pressing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think that's all we can do. I, I think it's find solutions. Talk mm-hmm. less, find solutions. Until you're talking to someone that you know is neutral that is willing to hear you and just listen to you. I, I think I, I like you said. Everybody should find someone or something, someone to talk to, because you gotta have that person that you can go to. Mm-hmm. I've been even set straight. Sometimes I don't even need an ear. I need somebody to be like, yo, <laughs> that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that. Or this is what's important to you. Mm-hmm. It's just a reminder. And uh, and I'm thankful for that. Because I can come to you. Even through our conversations. Mm-hmm. When I converse with you, I'm growing off of that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have to eat my own words. I have to apply that. So I told you all the Yeah, because some of the
2: stuff you told me to do, like, all right, I got to do it, too. I got to <laughs> be an example. Yeah, yeah, so it's
0: like, you know, and it, and it comes around. And it comes to try me just to, And I appreciate that. Because mm-hmm. then that lets me know. That anything I'm telling you to do, I have I have went through and I have came out, yeah. so I can tell you that. Look, if you do it this way, it will work
1: mm-hmm.
0: out. You know, and I just want you to feel good. You gotta live and be in the moment. See,
2: and like the feel good part. Now, see, now I don't think this is the uh, the the healing part or the the part where what's it called when you get healed? Like this, I feel like I kind of healed myself. There's a word I'm looking for. It's, mm-hmm. it's escaping me, mm-hmm. but I feel like the moment I took. Uh, my health serious. I was about to say that. People don't understand. that's one of the, that's like, one I of feel like right. I healed myself yeah. almost. As yeah. soon as I got rid of the alcohol, I started working out. Um, and you put a dash of Jesus in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I feel like when I made those three changes right. and then I started um, talking to you more and then there's a minister at my church um, that my wife and I go to for marriage counseling and I go to mm-hmm. him for the alcohol counseling sure. and just for life counseling. The moment I did that, now of course, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It right. doesn't happen in a week. But now we're talking about I'm like two months in for wow. this and two and a half months in for mm-hmm. that. Um, the depression, I feel like it's faded. The anxiety has faded. Do I still have my moments here and there? Yes, but I feel like I have tools now or I feel like instead of running to a bottle or a happy mm-hmm. hour when I'm pissed off, hey, man, go get a workout. Go mm-hmm. pray or mm-hmm. go call this person mm-hmm. or uh, go do your research. Crack a book or go look at a, a, a scholarly journal article or whatever online. Like, um, I feel like we have to find those tools and we have to take care of our, our physical health and, and things like that because some of this stuff, we can get over it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Some of the stuff, we can get over Some, some of stuff, stuff, you
2: mm-hmm. might need mm-hmm. medicine. I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of that stuff, but, like, you know, try try workout regimen and a healthy diet before you go run the Zoloft. And, you know, that,
1: that, <laughs> that is really one of the first things we tell people, but mm-hmm. you got to be willing to do it. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, if you're really depressed, you don't have the energy you know mm-hmm. depression zaps your energy yeah. that's why people tend to stay you know and uh, don't get much accomplished and not do anything My about it, it brother thought i was
2: lazy for years i'm like i'm up i just don't want to get out of bed it's not that i don't want to work i want to make a living i want to be a part of this company mm-hmm. but i wake up feeling like f the world like i, I don't have a, a, a care mm-hmm. you know so but now it's like you know, I got the drive in me. But I, I went through that for years. Oh, he's lazy. He don't want to mm-hmm. wake up, man. If you only knew how I feel. Mm-hmm. And my brother and my father were ones um, who never wanted to even understand mental health. You know, um, when I told my brother, like, I, I was in a bad car accident. So for a while, driving up and down the highway from to job sites, I had to wait a job site in Chambersburg going on for a year. Mm-hmm. There's some days I'm they don't even know I'm driving down the highway like this. Oh. And then when I tell them about it, they'd be like, oh, suck it oh, up. God, like, I really had, like, this is this is scary for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, should, they, should,
0: they should, God, man, I would want to know if I'm in the car with you, I need to know you. <laughs> you like, I'm cool now, but like,
2: yeah. I would really <laughs> go <laughs> stand not. No, I'd stay, no. What i I'll stay in the far right lane and I'm going <laughs> oh, yeah, go nah, to spend the I would know, as soon as I see you, I'm going to be like, bro, you okay? I'm going to need you to pull this thing over. But that's a perfect
0: example of PTSD. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you might not claim it or anything, but
1: that reaction to Oh, wait a minute this reminds me of when mm-hmm. and now it's affecting me physically you know um. All right? yeah so i got uh <clears throat> i got
0: let's do three hmm. or maybe four let's just see how it goes so i'm gonna ask you a word and i'm gonna need you to tell me what it means to you i, I feel it's in the mental health field mm-hmm. um it's important all the words on this list is important. This mm-hmm. is my list of words that I read over and I just to put in my mind, and I ask myself, "What does it mean to me?" The first one I'm gonna use common sense. Mm. Common sense.
2: I want to say to no know right from wrong, but sometimes it's so much deeper than that. Common sense. You know what I mean, like um, I don't like. I can say right from wrong, but it's deeper than that to me. And I can't explain it for, for time's sake. Go ahead, I'm here. You got a couple minutes. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, real quick. <laughs> My son, <laughs> my wife did this one time before too. They overstuffed the washer, <laughs> <laughs> and the clothes came out. Some smell good, some still stink. Common sense says you listen. Don't overload the washer. It's just a, an example. Of, you know what I mean? Like, because it could be right from wrong, like on a legal standpoint or like rules, but it could be right from wrong and like even something as simple as that. Like, but that's what it means to me. Like to know, like, you know what I mean? The balance of what wouldn't work. Yeah. There you go. See, bam. All right. Yeah
1: told oh, me um <laughs> uh, when you said common sense, I thought about that saying that says common sense isn't so common mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. and um I mean it's helpful to have common sense it's helpful to have that discernment about you know what what's a good bet and what's right. not a good bet, and um just like whether this you know that when you think about loading the um Washing machine—that's a spatial. That's mm-hmm. a space, and everybody's right. not good at that. You know, right. some people are better at deciding. Well, this much can fit in there. Right. You know, right. like the game when the little kids are putting the blocks in the little t- mm-hmm. and the shapes. Right. You know? mm-hmm. everybody doesn't have that. You know, right. so when you think about common sense, I guess, apparently everyone doesn't have the same perceptions of situations, mm-hmm. uh, of the risk factors, okay. of the possibilities, and so you know where um, you know everybody doesn't have the same intelligence you know, really, and mm-hmm. we, we try to act like that's not so, but you can look around and see, everybody doesn't have the same yeah. intelligence, you know, um, so. Mm-hmm. I <sighs> respect that. Uh, yeah, I, I,
0: I, the, I, mm-hmm. I take that into consideration to understand, because that mm-hmm. is a difference um, for common sense, because everybody, I look at it, it's, it's different. Common sense and certain knowledges of things are different, because somebody will automatically think that something that my wife might be blind to in the streets, I don't take that as it should be common sense, because that's something you shouldn't even that, that is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, so I, yeah. that to me, you know, sometimes common sense does get lost in that, you know, there's mm-hmm. different fields for it, but like something like the washer, mm-hmm. it, it likes to, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So mind might not be good with space, but yeah, if you do it more than once. Yeah, yeah,
1: then that's uh, a different
0: yeah. issue, right? Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's go with,
2: mm-mm-mm. ownership.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Where you went wrong, and humbly apologizing about it. Ownership,
0: ownership. own up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that ownership. Is it easy for own up? Is it easy? Mm-hmm. Does ownership feel good in, in the sense of owning up to something?
1: So that's not an easy task. Huh? Ownership. Um. I, I was going along with I was going along the line of taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um but you ha- but in order to take responsibility, you kind of have to first be aware, you know. And if you're just not aware of, you know, if you don't see yourself. And I think sometimes we're so busy doing things that we don't, we don't even know how we look to other people. And it's not even the other people that are important. How are we looking to ourselves? How are we taking care of ourselves? How are we showing up right. for ourselves? But um, I think that if you, t- in order to own, you've got to be aware.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I have to own up to it.
0: Boom 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 boom. Uh, this would be the third one. Let's go with uh, developing people. Mm-hmm. We we'll let you start.
1: That.
0: Oh, my. developing people. Who would be a way that you can? I'll, I'll, let me put it in a sentence kind of like something like that. Like a way that you would, if you don't mind, like some of the tools that you would put into developing. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think probably one of the first things I would do is um, <clears throat> uh, teach people how to be a little bit kinder to themselves because this being a human is hard for all of us, you know, whether we're showing it or not. So, and and most of us have some really stinky self-talk that goes on in our head that makes everything harder. Um, so, I think I try to support people in just being a little bit kinder to themselves and understanding. And um, a lot of times. We don't share certain things because we're ashamed and therefore we can't get help, so we stay in our own thinking, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We don't talk about it, so it's like we just stay, keep struggling in the same space, you know, as opposed to. So, uh, one of the ways that I help people is to just kind of normalize this human experience. You know, most of my clients are not the extremes in mental health, mm-hmm. you know, but. Um, that, that's not really my comfort zone, you right, know what I mean, right. but, um, but I have a lot of people with some major diagnoses as well that interfere with how they function, so yeah. I just try to help them to get to a place where they can problem solve, you know, like, sometimes it is medicine. None of us like medicine, but sometimes it's a medical thing. Sometimes it's a spiritual thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a physical thing. Sometimes you're making dumb decisions yeah. that are complicating your life, you yeah. know what and you just keep doing it, so I try to um, make a safe space for people to kind of see where they are and except so it. so it's like um it's like
0: you don't look for a fit, uh, ending with it you is you just how can I say it like you don't look for someone to say at a certain point that you think okay they shouldn't have to come to me no more or they shouldn't just have to come to you for that problem right like how is that like you know cuz you you know you think like some people I think like I'm gonna use fitness for a second like I could teach a person to the point where I say, you know, they say, you know what? My schedule, this or not, can't come. I feel
2: that you should be, you've been with me a year and a half. You should this be, should okay, be okay, okay to go flourish in your own gym? Yes. You should be able to be able to do what it takes to stay
0: on point. And I know they don't stay on point with that, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like ongoing because some people like, it's like. You know, need accountability? It's like and starting them, yeah. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Um,
0: How's that
1: for you? Well, uh, it depends on really what they came for, you okay. know. Um, a lot of times people will come to therapy because something's not working, you know. Okay. So, that, so when they start feeling better, you know, whether they, I try to give people tools, you know. So when they start feeling better, they may not need the same support. Like Just like a child growing. Your two-year-old does not need the same, I mean your four-year-old doesn't need the same thing your two-year-old needs. You know what, okay. what I mean? And so as you give people tools, they can do more for themselves, you know. Um, so <clears throat> I do try to teach tools, you know, to help that they can use. And also self-awareness so they'll know when, okay, wait a minute, this is just beyond what I can do by myself, you know, or, um, or no, I've got this. So a lot of my clients will come and go, you know, they'll come in with a specific situation. Um, a lot of times, a lot of my clients are depressed and anxious because of the stuff that people that they're in relationship are do- with are doing, you know mm. what I mean? So, you know, sometimes you got to really look at the, the reality of what, relationships you're in yeah. um, some things are just not going to get better you know what yeah. I mean so um, and many people are in relationships with people that do have serious mental health issues that they aren't addressing so it's like okay at some point what do you do you know some people you can cut loose and some people you can't cut loose right, you, know? you can't right. cut your children loose to a point you know? right. um, so um, but yeah I do try to give them tools and they kind of come and go they'll get through a certain problem maybe Slow up coming, and then if something comes up, they might come back eight months later or something like that, or or, or never, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, uh, we're coming up on time.
1: Oh. See, I told you it goes for It did, I'm shocked.
0: You can tell, um. Want to give a little information where people can find you or if they want to look for you?
1: So, the name of my company is called Imago Life Counseling, I M A G O Life Mm -hmm. Counseling, and um, I have an assistant now, Kristen. And um, you can reach her um, by 717 474. I said she's my number, Britt. It's okay. okay. I don't call her. I'll definitely put it
0: all in the bio.
1: Okay. Um, But anyway, um, and uh, they can come to my website and reach me that way.
2: Take your mental health Serious people
1: What you got going on brother
2: Oh um, <clears throat> Next Friday Or this fr- Well I guess Well this airs This Friday <laughs> I'm in West Virginia I uh, got a show With Higgins. Um, Go to my Facebook page Jeff Stanton The flyer should be there If you want to make it You know Cool I know Some of y'all Never mind so, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, Harrisburg, if I tell you the show was five minutes away, it wouldn't come. But anyway, I'm in West Virginia this week, getting, getting it on, getting the laughs uh, rolling. And I just got booked for a show in New York, July 13th, by uh, D. Will. So, uh, details will be coming soon. But right. that's what I got going on. So, we thank everyone for listening. Yeah. Y'all know where to find me at. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. We thank everyone for listening and tuning in. We thank you for coming. Yeah, thank, thank you. For this me.
1: was very important. I enjoyed talking about both of you as well. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Yes,
0: ma'am. So reach
2: out. And if you need help, get help. Yes. All right. Don't be ashamed. Peace.